podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. And it's time to preview the uh, New York stinking Jets. Here with Louis Rigoni. Say hello, Hello, Louis. Hello, Dolphins. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello. It's Jet Week. It's Jet Week. It's stinking. Stinking, 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 stinking. Well, Lewis, they really do stink. (laughs) They do stink. We hate them. We call them the stinking Jets, and they are fitting that adjective this year. Yeah. By far. You know, they are. Buffalo uh, had their way with them last week, right? They did. Buffalo just annihilated them um, in in every way, shape, or form. You know, we're not going to see the young quarterback. Well, either young quarterback. We're going to see Mr. Flacco. And as I thought about this, I was not particularly thrilled with that in regard to, um, you know, us going up against him as compared to one of the younger guys. Of course. Uh, White, Wilson. I would have preferred to go up against one of those two guys because I'll tell you what, Flacco, he can still hurt you. We have to get pressure on them, and um, you know it, it's a situation where I would have much preferred having one of the younger guys playing this football game. Um, up to this point, you know the Jets are what they are with the two young guys. White's had a couple of solid games. They've pulled off a couple of surprises. I mean, they beat Tennessee in overtime. They beat Cincinnati, thirty-four, thirty-one. Team's capable. Against the Colts, they lost 45-30. to I mean, they gave up 45 points. Last week, they gave up 45 points to Buffalo. So this team gives up a lot of points. They gave up 54 to New England. Now, this is all, and 31 to Cincinnati. This is all over the last month, Mike. So their last four games, 54, 31, 45, and 45. Okay? This is a week where we have to score as an offense more than 17 points. (laughs) It's it's that You would think so, but, you know, you wonder, can we do that, you know, with uh, Parker out and and Fuller out? And, you know, we're not at full strength. Are they both definitely out this week? As far as I know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, the Jets are, you know, they're an interesting team because, you know, their record – is not very good. You know, they only have two wins on the season. They're two and seven, but we're three and seven. They've pulled off a couple of uh, surprise victories. So, you know, when you go into this game and you look at where our defenses are ranked, theirs is the worst in the NFL. Ours is close to the worst, but we are going upwards in regard to how our defense has been playing. Their defense is going in the opposite direction. So they're, in, they're going in two different directions right now because their defense 
was actually playing pretty solid early on at times. Um, of late, they've just been absolutely pathetic. That is why they're last in the NFL. So, well, we uh, have score four points. receivers on injured reserve, Lou. Uh, mm-hmm. We have Lynn Bowden and um, William Fuller, who you don't have to talk about, and Alan Hearns and Devontae Parker. They were able to get by without those guys against a really good team last week. Yep. Much better defensive unit. Again, this is the worst defensive unit in the NFL. So they've got to find a way, much like they did last week, to create some points, generate some first downs, put some drives together, and just go up there and, and win this football game with, with the personnel that they have. Um, you know, this is week four, I believe, of um, you know our two starters being out in regard to the receiver position. So all these guys should be, all the guys that are playing on Sunday should be very comfortable with the roles that they're in at this point. Um, they've all been practicing together for weeks now. Guys like Wilson and Hollins and the tight ends, all three of them all have to contribute this week and the running backs have to get involved in the passing game as well. And hopefully we run the ball a little bit better because this is not a good run defense either. Their pass defense is last in the league. Their run defense is 29th in the league. So they're, they're not a very good defense in any way, shape, or form in any way imaginable. They're just not good, period. So hopefully our offensive line can somewhat create a little bit of a running game this week. I don't know what the weather is going to be like, but... Um, you know, I would assume it's not going to be very good. You know, I'm sure it's going to be a little bit colder and whatever the case may be. But, you know, they got to go out and they've got to generate some offense against this team. And um, the way to do it is to just attack them, be aggressive. They haven't proven they can stop anybody. And that's what we have to do. We can't go up there with a conservative frame of mind and play into their hands to where we're playing a tight game going into the fourth quarter. Because you've got a veteran quarterback that you're going up against that can wind up burning you late. You know, you yep. don't want to be in that position. Sunday, it'll be 56 degrees with cloudy skies and a 21% chance of rain. All right. So there, that's pretty damn nice weather. So that should not be a factor in any way, shape, or form. Nope. Wind seven miles an hour should not be a factor. Should not be a factor. I like it. Thank you for the weather report, Mike. That was, that was, that was very good. Yep. Um, <laughs> anything I can do to help you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, so what do you want to talk about first here? Do you want to talk about their, their offense? You want to talk about their defense? Well, let's talk about their offense. Cause what are you going to say about their defense? I mean, <laughs> right. You know, I mean, they, they, they got, got Shaq Lawson out there. I guess people, you know, are familiar with him, but yeah, you know, he's not playing as well as he did last year for us. Well, let's stay on that side, Mike, and just finish up with them because we kind of started and then we'll go over to their offense. So, All right. All right. So, so what the hell did you ask me for? Yeah, I know. I shouldn't have. I should have just <laughs> went ahead and said, let's just finish it. You know, let's, uh, let me just dictate to what we're doing here. No, the, um, with that being said, we have, uh, they have a couple of decent pass rushes in Quinn and Williams. Yep. Myers, the defensive end. They have five and four. The sacks, respectively, there. Uh, they have 20 sacks as a team. Um, so they're not bad. We have 21. So, you know, you gauge our, you know, any Dolphin fan who's watched us week in and week out, they're right on par with us as far as, you know, how often they get to the quarterback. 
Uh, it's not a bad number, you know, through the through the nine games. Um, where they lack is in the turnover uh, situation. There, they don't get a lot of turnovers as a team. They have two interceptions the whole year, and the uh, the guy you just mentioned, Shaq Lawson, who was a Dolphin last year, it has one of their sacks. I mean, one of their um, interceptions. interceptions. So, you know, their defensive end has an interception, and I believe one of their safeties has an interception, and that's where it begins, and that's where it ends. So two turnovers in regard to interceptions, fumble recoveries, they're not much better. They've had five the whole year. So this defense has created seven turnovers over the course of this season up to this point in nine football games. So, well, And they're still giving up 54 points, you know, so. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they're, 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 not, they're not taking the ball away from other teams' offenses, and they're not stopping anybody. So this is a nice matchup for Tua and the offense. I mean, this is a week where th- they, should, they should have success in regard to, I mean, I don't expect them to go out there and score 54 points, but. They need to go out there and they need to put offensive. They need to look like an offensive unit that has that has some sort of idea as to what the hell they're doing, right? Because um, you would hey, think. I mean, look, if they beat Tennessee, they can beat us. It's that simple. But oh yeah, uh, and Cincinnati. Yeah, you know, they beat Cincinnati as well in those games, Mike. They did beat them in in offensive games to where right. The, the other team's offenses were scoring and they were scoring. So, yep. you know, it's a situation where, you know, our offense is going to have to score some points because, um, you know, I don't trust anytime you have a veteran quarterback come into a situation and you haven't seen him all year with that team, it, it's a scary thing because you don't have any film on what he's going to do. You don't, I mean, you know him as a football player because he's been around forever, right? I believe we played against him last year, didn't we? You know, so you may have some film there, but this is a whole different unit offensively, Mike. Uh, They have, you know, we can go right into the offense because, I mean, the defense we've talked about enough for the Jets. And, um, (laughs) you know, we just, I mean, there's no real way to attack them. Their, Their run defense is horrible. Their pass defense is horrible. You should be able to do whatever you kind of want to do against them, you know. Right. So, right. you know, you we'll play just- to your you play to your strengths. So, what they're probably going to do is play the same ball control offense they've been playing. Right, exactly. And you know, you keep the ball out of Flacco's hands, and you know, you put some nice drives together. And in the end, hopefully, you get into the end zone and put points on the board. Now, getting back to their offense with Flacco. They have some better personnel around the quarterback this year than what they've had in years past. Um, Elijah Moore, uh, he's coming into his own. Michael Carter, the rookie running back, has been playing extremely well of late. This guy runs the football. He has 367 yards rushing on the season, four touchdowns, and he's very much a part of the passing game as well. He's got 31 catches for another 300 yards. So, you look at this guy, and he's like a, a Tony Nathan type. I mean, and he's averaging almost 10 yards a catch, Mike, as a, re- as a running back. I mean, that's right. a nice number. Every time he's touching the ball, he, you know, he's, he's getting close to 10 yards. So, you know, as far as his receiving goes. So, I mean, this guy is a big part of their offense. Like I said, he's got almost 700 yards total offense for him. Uh, their other running back, Ty Johnson. 
He's another one that catches the ball out of the backfield. He's got 24 catches for 263 yards. So they throw the ball a lot to the running back, something that I wish we would do more of. Um, Talked about that. We both feel that way. Yeah. Um, You know, so there's a lot of checking down and whatnot. So they've got two solid running backs, whereas last year, I think Frank Gore was their, you know, was their main main running back. And, um, you know. I mean, that, that's, that says it all in itself. Now, the receiving core, I already talked about Elijah Moore. You got Corey Davis, who's having a nice year. 29 receptions, 442 yards, averaging 15 yards a catch, and he has four touchdowns. You know, you got Keelan Cole there. Um, he's having an average year, but he's averaging 16 yards a catch. He's got 17 receptions, but every time he touches the ball, it's for a nice chunk of change. Yeah, that's impressive. It is. Jamison Crowder and Braxton Berrios, two more receivers, 31 receptions for 261, Berrios 23 for 193, and they each have a touchdown. So they spread the ball around quite a bit. There's a lot of different guys catching footballs. They're tight ends. They don't really throw to an awful lot. I think they have two, uh, Croft and Griffin, between the two of them, they have 25 receptions the whole year. You know, they've played, uh, what, nine, 10 games already. So between the two, they're averaging less than three yards, uh, three catches a game. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on either team to score, and win $100 in free bets if they score, you score, with promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, you know, as a passing game, Mike, you throw Flacco into the mix here. You know, you don't have the young quarterback on the field. And, and they have guys that can hurt you. The level that our defense is playing at right now over the last three games you know, I want more of the same. I want them to dictate to Flacco what we're going to do. I want them to pressure him. I want them to blitz him all day long and, you know, see where that takes you. If you if he starts burning you, you could always change the philosophy. But I think that our defensive unit, um, there's a lot of speed, especially, you know, with guys like Holland at the line of scrimmage and some of our linebackers. So I kind of want them to to, to do the same type of thing and just pressure Flacco because he's not going anywhere. You know exactly where he's going to be. As long as you break down that, that pocket, he's not going to burn you as far as running the football. So with that being said, 
The linebacker is going to be responsible for these running backs catching the ball out of the backfield. They're going to have to be on top of them if they do, in fact, blitz a lot. They're going to have to understand that Flacco will dump it to them, and we just don't want big chunks of yardage coming out of that, you know, screen passes and that type of thing. But I think initially they should come out, be extremely aggressive, uh, show them something, and then they can always back up on it, you know, if Flacco tends to burn them. But um, they do have some talent on the offensive side. They have some guys that can burn us. Um, You know, the receivers, Corey Davis and Elijah Moore going up against our two corners. I say this week in and week out, I think that we'll match up well against them. I think our corners match up well against anybody in the NFL because they're one of the best tandems in the NFL. So they're very good receivers, but they're not dominant receivers. So you I know, think pe- that the edge goes People are us. down on Jones, and I think people need to understand that his strength is playing the run. His strength is his tackling. Uh, if if uh, you know his coverage ability is not the best part of his game, right? Uh, but he's certainly not a bad cornerback. He, you know, uh, people are are concerned about him, and they really shouldn't be. He's he's playing fine. Mike, all I can tell, if that is in fact the case with with people complaining about his play, is you know, take him out of the lineup and see what happens. Exactly. Okay, take him out of the lineup and see what the drop off is. Um, If you think for a minute that taking him off the field and putting Needham or Igbenogany or um, Coleman, whoever in his place, is going to be beneficial to this team. You're crazy because X-Man will never see a pass to his side if that, in fact, is the case. And he allows us, those two guys allow us to do a lot of what we did last week. They put those guys out on an island last week, and they, they came up strong. Yep. You know, Jones is, as you mentioned, outstanding against the run. He's a very good tackler. He's a physical cornerback. And, you know, there's not many better than him. So if you guys are down and out on him, just look at the rest of the NFL. And there's a handful of guys that are better than him in the NFL. He's up, as far as I'm concerned, he's, he's definitely up in the top half of cornerbacks, um, if not in the top third. I don't know where he ranks, Mike, but he he's should. He's a little bit out of the top half. He's 77 of 119, and uh, is Howard he? is 63rd of 119. That's surprising. Well, Mike, you know what? Throw X-Man's number out there. I think you'd be surprised about him, too, right. in regard to the grades. Where's he at? He's 61.9. Jones is 60. Yeah, see that? So how can you complain about a guy that is grading out just as well as Xavier Howard? What is that, point something? difference? 1.9 difference. 1.9 difference. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, so, you know, you can't complain about one guy when the guy on the opposite side of the field hasn't been all that much better. Um, I think that lately they've been better. And I think that as the season progresses, they're going to be better. Listen, you know, when the offense goes three and out, three and out, three and out, they're going to look bad. Simple as that. When we're moving the ball and we're playing a halfway decent offense, they're going to look better as they did last week. Exactly. They've they, Listen, the defense as a whole has been better over the last three weeks. Yep. That's the bottom line. And when the season's all said and done, I'm sure X-Man and Jones will be up there in regard to, you know, two of the better corners in the league. They, you know, Mike, sometimes a lot of the things that are not graded out on specific plays 
because they're dict because of the type of players they are, they're dictating at times as to what the offense is going to do and how they're going to attack us. None of that gets logged on a play. Like if they're, you know, if they're in a situation where they're in a third and 10 and we've got our two corners locking down on our guys, they're not challenging them. They're throwing the ball underneath or running the draw play because they just don't want to challenge those guys. They're not going to get graded on those type of plays. Right, so right. it goes they're, beyond grades, you yeah. know, in, in regard yeah. that you understand what I'm saying. Yes, here. absolutely. There are things that you can't grade and you have to use your eyes and, and, and determine, you know, what you think. But yep. uh, uh, the Jets, if I'm going to pick a strength of the Jets, it's probably their offensive line. Right. Uh, they're solid from end to end. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, on the left side, you got George Fant. He uh, grades 68 9, mm-hmm. uh, puts him 41st of 79 tackles. Barrett Tucker, 67. He's 26 to 75 guards. McGovern, the center, is seventh, and his grade 73 5. Van Orton. Is 64-1. He's 33 of 75 guards. And the right tackle, Moses, is uh, 67-4. He's 44th of 79 tackles. So they got a pretty solid line. They're, they're not world beaters, but they're good. So we'll see if they can run the ball against us because I'm, I'm sure they would probably try a little bit. Yeah, they're, listen, again, their offense, Mike, is not a bad unit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, rank, they're ranked uh, 22nd overall. They're 30th in running the football, and they're 9th in passing. And, you know, some of those, sometimes those are skewed too because they're, they've been playing behind right. and they've been playing in shootouts. So the numbers have. One thing to note is, is Wilkins may be out this week. We don't know yet, but he's got a quad injury and the severity, you know, hasn't been spoken of, but uh, we'll have to see. But today's Wednesday and he did not practice today. Yeah, that that will definitely hurt because they will attempt to run the football on us, and um, you know that leaves a big, big hole in the middle if he's not out there. You know, so let's hope that he's healthy. Um, you know, it's funny because I said we came out of that last game pretty healthy. We did, and, he, and I think this happened in practice. And oh, okay, and come to okay, I got you. So it happened in practice today or yesterday. Yeah, there was no word about it Monday or Tuesday, so I'm assuming it happened in practice. That it happened in practice, gotcha. So, you know, you look at the offense, and and their offensive line is is better than ours, obviously. Um, You know, they're they're probably, um, I would say, in the top half of offensive lines as a whole across the board. You know, they, they all were up there. Um, So they're solid, you know. So that means that our defensive line – has got to play. They have to come out. Phillips, Agba is going against their worst offensive lineman, the right tackle. So hopefully that, you know, that's a mismatch there. Um, he's He grades out as their worst offensive lineman, their right tackle. So Agba should have a nice matchup there. Phillips has got to beat up on the left tackle. And I think that we're going to have to blitz, you know, because this is a decent offensive line. If Wilkins is not playing, they will attempt to run the football against us. And without him in there, I mean, they, they very well may be successful in doing so. So, um, you know, it goes back to the offense, Mike. I think this is a week where we, especially if Wilkins is out, where we're going to have to score some points in order to beat this team because I think they're going to be able to move the football a little bit on us. I would agree with that. So what's your prediction? I think your turn this week. Are you sure? Pretty sure. Yep, I don't think know. About you're trying to, 
You're trying to pull the flim flam shim sham on me, Mike. I think you try to do this every week. I'm going to tell you that I think the score will be uh, Miami 27, Jets 24. Wow. Tight one, huh? I think so. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go 30-21. 30-21. I think this is a week where we should be able to move the football. I think we get a few turnovers that, that create problems for the Jets and get us some short fields. And, um, you know, we beat them 30-21. It's not, I don't think we're going to blow this team out. I think they're going to be able to put a couple drives together. But I think that our defense is going to come up with some turnovers. And I think that our offense is going to have some success this week. So there you have it. Yep. So what you do want you think them, of that? You, well, I'm, I'm a little surprised you want them blitzing a lot. but I do. I don't want Flacco to have time to sit back there and pick us apart, Mike, because I'm telling you, their receivers can hurt us. I mean, they've got a lot of different guys that they throw to. And they spread the ball around. I mean, so they don't necessarily have to throw to one guy. They have like six guys that have a lot of catches on this on this team. You know, I mentioned Corey Davis, the two running backs, Elijah Moore, Crowder. Yep. Yep. They have guys that can hurt you. You don't want Flacco having any Mike, listen, what we have proven up to this point in the season is that our base pass rush does not generate enough of a, a, a enough of a pass rush to not warrant sending extra guys. They just don't do it. When we send the four, sometimes even a five-man rush, depending on who that fifth man is, the quarterbacks have all day to throw. And when you got a veteran quarterback like Flacco, the last thing you want to do is have him sitting back there and just picking you apart. You know, throwing the ball 15 yards down the field because he's sitting flat-footed for five seconds. You know, I think that they've got to put a little scare into him. He hasn't been on the field all year. Uh, rattle those old bones and, <laughs> um, you know, get him, get him, you know, shaking in his pants like they had with Lamar Jackson last week. So um, I think you're going to be miserable Sunday because you're going to say, why aren't they doing it? Because I don't yeah. think they're going to do it as much as they did last week. They may not. You know, they may change the whole philosophy. Mm-hmm. But if it's not successful, Mike, let's hope that they make the proper yeah. adjustments. Absolutely. On you know, and, um, you know, and maybe get a little bit more aggressive if it's not working the other way. What I'm concerned about, Mike, is their running backs and draw plays and running the ball on us and throwing the ball in the flats on us and that opening up other things, you know, the receivers down the field type of thing. So, you know, the defense is going to have to be up to the task again. They're going to have to be up to the task. Mike, if they go out and they play like they did last week, I mean, this could be another blowout game. I mean, they, they could literally just, you know, just, just, Take them, just destroy them. If they, if the Jets start going three and out, and they and their defense is on the field an awful lot, I mean, this could be a three, four touchdown game. But I just don't see it. You know, I I see it as you know where they're going to be able to control the ball a little bit, and our offense is inconsistent. So you know that's, you know that that's a uh, a mixture that will create an opportunity for them to stay somewhat in this football game for a while. Should be interesting. Yep. It's always fun when we play the Jets, so uh, I look for another fun game. Um, And they hate us up there too, Mike. You know, they'll be 
cursing at us and all this other crap, you know. And, uh, you know, what's amazing about this game, Mike, is that if they do, in fact, beat us, guess who's in last place? Right. We would be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not good. Well, we were in last place until we won last week, so. Not anymore. We want to go up, 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 up. And San Francisco didn't do us any favors by No, the, they didn't. The Rams didn't do us any favors, yep. I should say, by losing to the 49ers. So, I mean, God, they could have been buried, you know, <laughs> at that point. You know, really. I mean, that would have been, yep. what, their, their sixth loss. They're now, what, four and five, I think? Yep. 49ers um they would have they could have been three and six had they um had the rams taken care of business the other night and you know for those of you who don't know you know we want we have the 49ers pick in next year's draft their first round pick we want them losing every single time they step on the football field so um you know root against them you know they're in a tough division we got to see them lose Week in and week out. All right, Lewis. We'll be back on Monday to uh, talk about what happened up in uh, New York or New Jersey. And uh, until then, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, fins up, everybody. Fins up, Dolph fans. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com podcast network and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care. Network.